What if you could know what God is doing in each season? Imagine the breakthroughs you'd find if you could synchronize your watch with God's and copy his day planner. It doesn't take a supernatural revelation of his divine will. It's exactly what's possible when you follow the patterns he already laid out in the Hebrew calendar and explore the emotional themes in each month. After all, Ecclesiastes does say there is a time for every purpose under heaven. Join me, Leah Lassane, one of the authors of the Healing in the Hebrew Months book series and your podcast host as we unpack the biblical significance, emotional themes, and prophetic symbols associated with each Hebrew month and how you can apply these insights to your spiritual journey. Welcome back to the Healing in the Hebrew Months podcast. I'm Leah Lassane, your podcast host and author of book one in the Healing in the Hebrew Months book series. This month is the month of Adar, and I do apologize we are a little bit late getting this episode up. Um, So if you're keeping track with the calendar currently, we've been in Adar for about two weeks. (laughs) So uh, if you've noticed shifts before now, there's a reason why. Um, And actually, tonight we are going into Purim, um, which is one of the major holidays of this month. Um, But let's start off with our uh, Healing in the Hebrew Months master chart like we always do. And if you ever want to get a copy of this chart for yourself to have on reference, you can find it on our website, healinginthehebrewmonths.com. So for the month of Adar, the meaning of the month is strength. So Adar means strength. Um, The blessing is joy. The tribe is Issachar. The gemstone is Lapis. Constellation is Pisces. Uh, the deacons are the band, Caiaphas, and Andromeda. The gate is the prison gate. The letter is Kof. The musical note is A flat. The emotion is also joy. The body part is the spleen. Holidays, like I said, we've got Purim. Um, there's also the fast of Esther. Uh, the area of healing is identity. And the area of warfare is the enemy reaps what he sows, so use laughter as a weapon. Um, So this month, obviously, it's connected uh, to the story in the book of Esther um, with Purim and the fast of Esther. Um, And the root word of Esther um, is hester, um, which actually means hidden. Um, So throughout the book of Esther, God was entirely central to the story Um, But his presence was not clearly written into it. So he's there, but he's hidden in the ways that he's there. Um, And with this month uh, pressing into issues of identity, um, that's another area where maybe we've been hidden. We've had um, ways that we've put on masks. Um, It's interesting how Purim and Mardi Gras often uh, correlate a little bit with the way they overlap in the year. Um, So you've got this idea of um, masquerading, of, of hiding, of um, concealing who you are, just like Esther did. Um, but as we see in the book of Esther, uh, there's actually a purpose to being concealed sometimes. Um, God definitely used her being able to step in the role that she did, um, and she probably wouldn't have been able to do what she did had she been open from the beginning about who she was. Um, but a key piece of her story was having to be honest about her identity. Um, until she revealed who she was, um, it didn't actually make a difference to the king um, how he treated the Jews. So 
Um, another thing to keep in mind with the book of Esther is it doesn't all take place in Adar. Um, sometimes we misconceive that, um, but you can look throughout the book of um, Esther and see um, the ways that the buildup um, led to this, this climax in the story um, being in the month of Adar. Um, another thing to keep in mind with Adar is oftentimes there are two of them. So last year um, was one of the leap month years um, where there's a second Adar. And in those years, same significance, same meaning to the month. It's just a double portion. Um, this year is just one. So next month will be Nisan. Um, and the reason they do that is because the, the Hebrew calendar is lunar solar. Um, it follows a lunar month, but it does actually stay with the solar seasons. Um, and so the way that they account for that is adding this leap month of a second Adar every few years. Um, it follows what's called a metonic cycle, which if you want to get real nerdy, go Google that um, or look on our website. We've got an article about it. Um, but basically, it's seven times within a 19-year cycle. So every two to three-ish years um, is when you're, you're going to hit that. So in 2022, last year, we were in the 11th year of a metonic cycle. So the next time that we'll hit... Um, one of those years that there's a second Adar would be the 14th year of the Metonic cycle. Um, so we've got two more years after this year. So uh, 2025 is when we'll see another second Adar. Um, but that's kind of a snapshot of the month itself um, at a real high level. Um, the holiday of Purim um, is celebrating the Jews um, being rescued um, by Esther's bravery to be honest about who she was, about speaking up for her people. Um, and with the, the area of warfare this month, the enemy reaps what he sows. Um, that's tying into the story of Haman, how the very gallows that he had erected um, to hang the Jews on actually ended up being where he and all his sons were hung. Um, and Purim uh, is one of me and uh, Seneca's favorite holidays because it has its own cookie. So <laughs> if you head to um, the Healing in the Hebrew Months blog, um, which is just healinginthehebrewmonths.com, or we'll throw the link in the show notes, um, we've got Seneca's simple Purim cookie recipe. Um, these Purim cookies are often um, also known as Hamastation or um, Haman hats, um, also known as pockets or ears, or depending on who you ask, it's got a bunch of different names. Um, but basically, it's a really simple cookie um, with like some jellies or Nutella or whatever kind of filling you want to put in the middle. So um, we are not big on the rigmarole of celebrating holidays, but we are big on cookies and food that go along with them. So <laughs> um, if you're so inclined, you could make some Purim cookies. Um, but let's look a little bit at some of the other um, scripture references attached to Adar. So like I said, part of the story of Esther um, occurs in Adar, not all the story, but part of it. Um, some other scripture references, we've got Exodus 9, 18 through 35. Um, we've got 2 Kings 25, 27, 1 Chronicles 27, 15. Um, oftentimes these Kings and Chronicles references aren't the most interesting. Sometimes they have a story, sometimes they're just like a historical account. Um but feel free to dig into those. Um, then we have Ezra 6, 13 through 18. Um, and then as I mentioned, the book of Esther, um, 
whole bunch of different parts of Esther. So Esther 3, 7, uh, Esther 3, uh, 3.13, then Esther 8.12, uh, chapter 9, verse 1, and then chapter 9, verses 20 through 32. So um, Esther is definitely the most well-known passage associated with this month. Um, then you have Jeremiah 52.31, Ezekiel 32.1, and Matthew 2.19. So fun things to dig into this month. Um, like I said, this is a month of joy. So, um, anywhere that you're, you're feeling like joy is not present, it's definitely, um, a season to press into that and say, all right, God, where's my joy? (laughs) Um, this is what I need. Where's my joy at? Um, it's also a month of just long waits being fulfilled. Um, and a lot of times that is what joy looks like is, um, a long wait being fulfilled. So, um, One of those uh, long waits that's associated with this month is the dedication of the second temple. Um, And we talk about that in Elul, um, but the foundations of the temple had sat 17 years before the work began again. And then it took another four years to complete the work once it was restarted. And then the second temple was dedicated on the third of Adar. Um, So that's that Ezra 6 passage. Um, And it aligns with Jeremiah's prophecy um, in Jeremiah 25, 11 through 12, and Jeremiah 29, 10, um, about how long it was going to take for the, the temple to be um, rededicated. Um, so it took 21 years since the return from exile and 70 years from the destruction of the first temple um, before the second temple was completed and dedicated. So um, that's another thing to look at this month. Um, the letter of this month, Kof, um, it's actually... Um, can be associated with righteousness as well. So it's interesting how that ties in with the temple being dedicated. Um, Adar also highlights just the importance of seeing the layered whole of how God works throughout the seasons. So like I said, the book of Esther is really associated with Adar, but it didn't start, her story didn't start in Adar. So there's a bunch of layers um, happening. And actually, as you read through Esther, um, we pass through Adar more than once in her story. So um, seeing the different ways Um, that God works over time. Um, Our God is certainly the God of suddenly, um, but there's often those long waits um, until the suddenly. So um, keep an eye out this month for those long-awaited breakthroughs, those things that feel like they're happening suddenly, but when you really know the story, you know it was not suddenly at all. Um, There was a a long time coming. Um, But overall, this is just a season to operate in your true identity, Um, be released into joy, Um, It's a time for worry, despair, and depression to bend their knee to supernatural resources, protection, and celebrating. Um, Pay attention to the spiritual battles um, that you're facing this season, Um, especially now that we're passing Purim. um, Take note, does anything feel different um, after that point in the month? Um, And it's interesting, too, that in John chapter 5, Purim is also mentioned as the Jewish festival that Jesus was attending prior to Passover. Um, And it's when um, he was in Jerusalem for that festival um, that he healed the lame man that was laying by the pool at Bethesda. Um, So that man had laid by that pool for years and years, had been waiting um, to be healed. The the story, I guess, of Bethesda, like the the rumor or whatever, um, was that when the water would get stirred up by an angel, the first person down in the water would get healed. So this man had laid by the water years and apparently didn't have anyone to help him down into the pool. And so he never was the one that got healed. Um, so 
it's really cool how Jesus comes to him and bypasses this whole, I know you've been waiting for this to be the way that it's going to happen, but how about we have it happen immediately right now? Um, so that's another example of that long time coming, but suddenly. Um, so Jesus tells the man to pick up his mat and he walks, um, but this happened on the Sabbath. Um, and so people started confronting him, telling him that it wasn't allowed um, for him to be healed. Um, not complaining to Jesus. They're, they're complaining to the man saying, you're not allowed to be healed. Um, and the man just told them to take it up with Jesus and went on enjoying his healing. So um, that's another great reminder in this season to just cling to what we know God has given us. And anybody who has issue with that, tell them to take it up with him, um, that we're going to enjoy what what God has blessed us with, enjoy the things that God's doing in our life, and we're not going to worry about if it bothers other people um, what God's up to. So um, Adar is also in Matthew 17, 27. Um, it's the month when Jesus told Peter to get the coin out of a fish's mouth to pay their taxes. Um, so looking at this as a season of supernatural provision and breakthrough, um, especially for just natural needs. Um, so looking gratefully at the ways that we've seen supernatural provision in the past and keeping our eyes for supernatural um, solutions to the, the natural problems that we're facing now. So that is the month of Adar. I do apologize that this month um, got posted a little late, but I hope you still reap some really great insights um, into this month and uh, just propel yourself into the next one. And I'll see you next month for Nissan.